today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Roma Press podcast. We hope you are doing very, very well. I am going to talk probably the slowest I have ever talked to try and find things to talk about, Andy. What what, what should we do today? I've been, I've been trying to delay doing transfer market, but... Uh, okay, no, we don't have to. We can, you know, like... Uh... Well... We have, as well, we speak, we have uh, Morocco and Spain penalty shootouts. We have uh, Paulo Dybala not getting a single minute uh, in, in Argentina's recent games. Yeah. Um, just a depressing sight for a, a Roma supporter. that Has he been played waiting. it all yet? I don't think he has. has yeah, he? yeah. He made a slight appearance, I think, in the first game. Um, oh, exciting. The one they lost, yeah? <laughs> to, yeah to, but it's, to, um, to Saudi Arabia? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh it's I I don't know how how uh, how Dybala has to feel about it after you know spending a month in intense uh, rehab and and just working out training individually and then sprinting to the point where he was able to come on in the final twenty minutes of Roma Torino and impact the game positively, get a call up, travel all the way to 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 Qatar and and, and now he's just. I don't know. I, I think he's just there as a messy substitute, which is an impossible task and will probably never see the light of day uh, off the bench. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I've i already uh, dumped enough on the World Cup already in the last two to three episodes, so I, I don't want to belabor my disdain for it, but... Yeah. Well, the Japan I, Japan story was nice. It was that uh, was fun for it two was a nice story. Yeah. As you know, in the last episode I said that I was waiting for some nice stories. It's a shame that they had to uh, go out like that because I thought you know having um, having Japan Senegal was also you know it was a nice team and uh, uh, obviously yesterday I mean. South Korea, there was absolutely no debate with uh, with Brazil. It was impossible. Right. I think. Yeah. I, I think just Brazil were getting the seven to one beating by by Germany out of their system in the opening thirty minutes to last mm. night's game because it was truly. I mean, at some point, I just felt bad. I just you get there, you know, you get to that stage as a South Korean player. This is the big time, you know. Everybody's looking, and in thirty minutes, you're down four to zero. It's <laughs> horrible. Um, but yeah, I thought Japan was exciting. Now we have Morocco, and let's see what happens. Um, we have Juve imploding. That's probably been my favorite <laughs> part of this Juve entire break. It's yeah, true, it's true. It's true. Uh, Juve imploding, and mind you, uh, notice how, how notice how it just the energy of Juve imploding. I think has only kicked in from the fan standpoint. The media yes. standpoint. Yes. awfully quiet if not um optimistic like it's just 
one after the not even the media also just politically also you have Gravina you have Casini so important people in the Lega who uh, just walk around saying hey, you need time to look at these things and right, I wouldn't right. think uh, of it anything you know it's uh, we need time we need this we need that and then you have Lotito who says yeah I hugged uh, Agnelli recently because I don't understand all this hate for Juventus it's it's getting out of hand I can't explain it so it's um it's a very very Italian situation may i say well it, it becomes even better because can we just talk about how uh this entire thing was brought about um the particular governing body that brought this entire thing to the forefront a body that uh, i have tweeted about multiple times and am blocked by at least the the rome uh, uh the roma sect of this governing body I, I forget what my words were exactly, but I I believe I called them the most useless organization in a country renowned <laughs> for uselessness. For uselessness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, to 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 stand out as such a body uh, in in this country is truly truly a feat uh, on its own. Of course, I'm talking about Kansab. So let's just give a little bit of uh, a little bit of background for anybody who doesn't know or or understand what's going on with this whole thing with Juve. It has to do with the Plus Valenza related to some of their transfer market dealings, yeah. And basically, and the balance what happens and the balance, the, 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 the balance sheet. You know, that's the, at, at the end of it. That's you know, there's probably nothing wrong with with the transfers themselves and the idea of a Plus Valenza. There's nothing wrong with it, but the problem is when you don't declare stuff on the balance sheet. Right, and we have to be clear now. It wasn't only Juve uh, involved in this. Atalanta, so, Genoa. Yes. When you take these things, like uh, operation by operation, I can kind of see, not kind of, I do see why this looks really bad. Um, I mean, Andy, I really got into the weeds of this after the episode of last week, and I looked at some of what brought this on, some of the individual operations that triggered this sort of uh, investigation into uh, Juventus. I mean, there are so many that stick out. Romero and uh, Kuluseski are, are, I think, are the main ones. Yes. That they're looking the at. The Pjanic one, though, I think that is the one that sort of triggered everybody's uh, awareness of this. Because if we want to go back and just do some background, do you remember how much Juve... Sold him for to Barcelona. So, was it 75 mil, 65, something like that? 75? <laughs> yes, yes. So, so an aging, uh, mind you, an aging Pjanic. Yes. Far from the, the Pjanic that was even good at Juve, which was the uh, 16, 17, 17, 18 version. That, that was the good Pjanic. What they sold was n- nowhere near the good Pjanic. In fact, then, I mean, you just look at what happened afterwards with his career and it's yeah uh, I two don't years it's going well sell date sell by date in my opinion and i was talking correctly about concept i don't know why it, it, it so it is concept the, the 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 governing body that brought this on um primarily again they have to do with consumer affairs but they were also andy as you know uh when it came to yeah the uh, ones who didn't want the 
the Stadio della Roma. The Stadio della Roma, of course. Yeah. They, um, I mean, some of the issues that they um, submitted and reasons that they wanted to cause delay to Roma's construction of the stadium under uh, the previous regime of uh, James Palotta. I mean, there are some gems in there, some absolute gems. I mean, we can talk about them uh, talking about the environmental protections or some stuff with uh, a, a, a certain species of frog that they uh, that they brought to the forefront as an issue as to why the stadium couldn't be built in this area or that area. I mean, truly, if you just look, if you go to their Twitter page again, you will find some absolute gems. It, it's um, it's truly a cesspool. However, and in this only case, a place that you know, only a body that that can live in Italy. I mean, they can you know, yeah, operate yeah. in Italy and be of some. But hey, I mean, here they brought to light something that uh, I think ninety five percent of uh, of uh, of uh, Italians can get behind, which is uh, an investigation against Juve. Yes. And, um, I mean, you know, the first sign that it's it's pretty serious is when your president and the board of directors just leave yeah, um, well, overnight uh, simultaneously on the at same the, same day, time, the same time. And and and, and, and <laughs> yes. Allegri wants to leave, and he's told, "No, you just be an interim coach for now until the end of the right. season." And Cherubini right. wants to leave, and he's told, "No, you're gonna stay here until the end of the season." It's just, it's um. I, I, you know, as a if I was a Juventus fan, I mean, and and I'm seeing all these people walk out, it's not good. You know, it's no, uh, no. it's not well, good. Well, it's not good for a few reasons. Uh, I mean, the first being obviously uh, the fact that they all, you know, okay, they all quit uh, at the same time. That uh, uh, I'm not going to say what. No, it's not guilt by association, but uh, if we're talking about actions that they don't say you're guilty, but uh, they look as though you are guilty. You know, I was talking to uh, because I'm in I, I'm in back in Italy at the moment, and I was talking about this with a friend uh, the other day, and I said basically what they did by doing that. So, and you could have known nothing about the specifics of the case but when you saw the entire board okay quit and resign like that i would assume 95 percent of people said oh they did it guilty they did it that was the equivalent of the the killer uh, uh, rinsing out his uh, rinsing out the the the, the back seat of his car yeah, like doing a deep cleaning of his car. Of and even yeah, yeah, though yeah, yeah. we don't know the specifics yet, but, uh, you know, just the fact that uh, the inside of your car smells like bleach, we can probably yes. draw our own yes. conclusions. No, no. And so, especially, you know, I mean, you, you, it, it was in the air and Juve over the last two years were doing things that were so completely out of the norm for them. It would, I mean, until 2017, when they go to Cardiff in the Champions League final, they were perfectly run. Perfect. I mean, it, they couldn't put a foot wrong in how they operated, in yes. how they competed with with other teams in Italy. They were just the top of the line, and all of a sudden they started doing all these terrible deals, and and it just was brewing. There was a lot of, I think, uh, people going out and people coming in, and you have Arriva Ben who comes in. You have no idea what the hell he's doing, and Kerubini and Pavel Nedved who has 
no no power whatsoever and Agnelli who stops talking to journalists well, hold on. we knew it was over with Ned what 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 was it one month ago two months ago a video of him with some uh, <laughs> yeah, no, women that, of the yeah, night well, I mean, a in, a, in a yeah sure but that's in I a think maybe that's, not so sober state he, I don't mind. think he was liked I mean there was a, just again just a lot of tension I think it just it it felt like uh it, like, like something imploded and 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 Juve knew about this Juve knew about uh, what what's happening and what's going to happen because it was awfully quiet Juve were always very friendly with the media and all of a sudden uh it was very quiet now okay you are getting a lot of uh it's the revo- you know i mean the day after uh, Agnelli quit everything was painted as as in the media as something like you know that uh, there were like titles saying, oh, this Juve revolution and, you know, trying to make it look good um, when in fact it's everybody was just jumping off the ship because the ship is on fire and the ship is slowly sinking and everybody wants nothing to do with it. And um, and so, yeah, so I think that this, if, if, if this investigation is properly carried out, it's going to uncover a lot of dirt that affects a lot of people. And that's why I think ultimately it's just going to be once again, you know, um, we say uh, Taralucci and Vino. So it's, you know, everybody's <laughs> friends, you know, everybody's just, right, everybody right. at the end right. of the day will probably, everybody will find the solution that will benefit everyone and not hurt anyone in particular aside from the people who already more or less took the blame so you know if Agnelli is out probably you know he's going to lose all kind of his influence in 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 Italian football and so that the blame will be piled up on him whereas you know somebody like Percassi or you know other people that are involved in 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 football and Lotito and so the issue I mean they're just going to be sitting back lips yeah, so it's gonna be. It, it, I th- I I ultimately expect it to be um, just a very regular Italian job. You know, there's that movie with Michael Caine called The Italian Job. I think there was a remake with Mark Wahlberg, but it's pretty much that. It's it's going to be all friends. You know, all all nice and friends, and everybody's protecting each other because there is a lot at stake. Um, a lot more people are involved than just Juve. It's I mean, it's pretty clear and it's pretty evident how based on how Serie A has been run for the past uh, few years, it's it's pretty evident that there's dirt around each corner and uh, not just Juve's. So uh, if this was a proper investigation in a, in a decent country, um, it, it, it would probably, uh, you know, uncover a lot of the stuff that has been keeping Italian football away from competing with other leagues. But unfortunately, this is not the case. Um, so as I said, I mean, my initial prognosis is not something that um, will have a long-term effect on 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 the league. I think it's it's if they find somebody to blame, they'll focus on that one per that one individual, that one group of individuals, and then that's it. We move on, and uh, you know, business as usual. We go back to doing these uh, ridiculous deals, and 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 unfortunately, that's. Uh, 
I think that's been the norm for the for 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 the majority of, of time that I've been watching Italian football. If you think about what what led to Calciopoli, how it was received, and how it's remembered, I mean, it's it's considered like a one-off thing. Like wow, like that historic event that yes. you know happened <laughs> right. and right. i mean a lot of people got hurt in it but ultimately what do we remember we only remember that juve went to serie b that's it but the the, the truth is people if people go back and look at calciopoli they'll see that the ramifications the consequences the punishments affected a lot of other clubs but it just it, that's not the story the story is juve went to serie b and everybody else was was uh, you know behaving uh, well Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, and some great, some great takes on uh, on social media and, of course, in uh, podcast, television. I mean, I've been I've been subjected to the full menu of uh, galaxy brains that inhibit uh, not only this country, but this continent uh, in general, uh, talking about how should Juve go down to Serie B and be the death of Italian football? Give Give me a break. Spare me. Please stop with that. I think we'll be fine because, <laughs> like, you know, it's all right. I'm not going to say crap, but it's not good. Is there really that much of a gap between crap and not good? No, I, no, I mean, no. I mean, opinion, the ideal no. thing would, would to blow everything up. It would oh, just, you yes. know, just it would be to blow everything up and not see some of these people ever again. But well, unfortunately, that's, that's not, yes. I mean, hey, Claudio Lotito now is a certified politician. You know, I mean, he has <laughs> <laughs> well, actually the, the, in Italy, Claudio Lotito has more power than Dan Friedkin. So, I mean, that's right. that tells right. you everything you need to know about the, the system. And there is a system because you, then, you know, you, you start looking and there's this, oh, how come Gravina had a private dinner with the president of Juventus, the president of Atalanta, and the president of, I believe, Sassuolo? You know, I mean, it's... It's uh, hmm. That's very interesting. Why nobody else had access to that? You know, it's a, uh, it's a. Uh, these are things that in Italy will never be addressed because if you start addressing them, uh, the, the 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 network, the the the, the culprits um, are the list of it is endless, and um, and I think n- there has never been in Italy if if you can't blow something up if you can't revolutionize something you, you they'll people will do anything not to not to lead to any kind of you know uh, new takeover it's just it's going to be the same old story um so it's just very funny to see it because on, on social media it paints a different picture i think mm. social media everything is interpreted in black and white so you expect you know agnelli to literally go to prison and and uh, you know uh, have have pictures of him like Charles Manson behind bars um, with a swastika on his forehead. No, that's not gonna happen. It's he's you know it's it's not gonna happen. Yeah. So I no, no. <laughs> well, I, it, I hope it would be nice. It would be nice to you know to have those images because uh, you know we all remember 
the images of uh, Alessandro Del Piero sitting in uh, in court, and um, you know we we all remember so Some many great so footage many... from the court testimony. Oh yes, my yes. gosh! Yeah, so so many wonderful moments uh, in that particular era where people thought, oh, this is going to change things, and instead it it really didn't. I mean, it just kind of yeah okay it, it changed things for what like four five years and uh really uh, <laughs> juventus went went from from stealing games and that turned into inter really stealing games and 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 and, and, and nobody really bad an eye so um that's fine so end of story it's the story i mean not even end of story no the story continues just you're um you know, you're you're going to think that it, it it won't that something, wow, fantastic is gonna happen, and all of a sudden Juve is down in Serie B, and and uh, Claudio Lotito is stripped of any any power, and Dino you know, De Laurentiis, you know, Aurelio De Laurentiis, sorry, is out and um and uh, and and sells t-shirts on the beach, but that's not that's 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 not the reality that we live in. Um, no, I, and if I can recommend the. It has to still be on YouTube. It, it, I mean, it's one of my favorite videos of all time of uh, Pesolto, the uh, Juve midfielder. His his testimony uh, on Calciopoli is, I mean, it's gold. It is. Yeah, it's gold, especially gold. if you consider what he did afterwards. Aqua, well, oh, oh yeah. Uh, I yes. mean, I, but that, yes. no, but that's you know that sh- <laughs> that's usually what you wait, that's what people did uh, after the market crashed in Wall Street. I mean, those are what the people in Wall Street they started did. doing. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> if I could put that uh, there's a brief snippet of him giving uh, giving testimony, and they ask him what were some of the substances that were taken within uh, <laughs> within the dressing room. Aqua, Gatarad. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. it is endless. The list stuff. is endless. The list is yes. endless. It's phenomenal. Um, let's remember there was somebody called Bangsbo there. Um, oof, we'll skip oof, over that because we oof, have a patron oof, who oof. absolutely loves Bangsbo. Um, and let's move on to probably uh, what else? I mean, we as we talk, uh, Luis Enrique, um, who I They're rooted out. for really in this World yeah, Cup, he's out. Guy. He's out. He's out. Unfortunately, he's out. Loses on penalties. Uh, three straight misses for Spain, and mm. they get sent out of the World Cup. Which is, um, I mean, it's awesome for for Morocco again because it's a nice story. You have a, an African team that goes into the quarterfinals. That's exciting. Um, but man, I feel bad for Luis Enrique because I really want, uh, I just want something special for him to happen. And it's yes. not really been the case over the last few years. Uh, so I don't know I'm, who, if I'm, if I'm supposed to say who I'm rooting for in this world cup, I I'm looking at these teams and I, I'm, I, re- I'm not even lying when I say I just have nobody to root for maybe now mm. Morocco because they're on the underdogs, but it just I I feel nothing looking at this list of teams. Um, the favorite Brazil for sure. It's, yes, uh, has to be. It's has pretty be. clear as day. Um, ultimately, you know, you look at you look at how each team now they're all top level. You 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 know France, Argentina, you got Brazil, but um, so it's a matter of um, 
You're not supporting. I mean, did you uh, see yesterday when they Portugal? Switzerland, Portugal. Now they're going in. Um, but the, the, yesterday, I mean, it was so. That was why Brazil and South Korea was so sad because you saw just these guys in yellow, uh, completely, you know, play around with 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 the ball. They just made South Koreans look like fools. They were having. Yeah the time of their life at their expense. So when you're playing that, you really, um, you can see that a team is just, you know, it's just next level. And, uh, and uh, so ultimately I think that the, for the final, these final games of this world cup will be um, just a higher type of caliber. Um, hopefully, hopefully, because, because at, at the end of the day, that's, that's what we want. It's just it's a shame to see my man Luis Enrique out because I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what um what his future in the Spanish national team will be if they have patience with him because mm. I think a lot of these things don't depend on him. And uh and obviously he went out the last time as well in the Euro um against uh, against us. So it's um it's yeah. It's a it's a, it's a bizarre situation. I want Luis Enrique to succeed, and uh, instead I have to see Busquets uh, shoot the worst yeah. penalty shot the I've penalty. seen in a yeah. long time. So. Awful. Yeah, I feel terrible for him. Uh, he is, without a doubt, in my opinion, at least in the top five of uh, likable characters in all of European Probably football. top one misunderstood Roma coach. Top mm. one. I mean, I mm. would, you know, if we... I'll never if, for, oh, man, I'll, I I will just never forget that match where they unfurled the banner saying a real man would quit. Um, uh-huh. uh, that just clearly. shows you sometimes, man, they don't, you know, they don't know. The people no, don't know. No, they don't. They don't know. I, they don't have, know how to read. I can, you know, I love, I lo- I love supporters. I love the, the, the idea of, of support. I love the, the... The stuff that I've seen lately with Roma, but we cannot forget as Roma fans what we did to this man. Th- oh there, my gosh. there was a period in time where we drove this man, I mean, to to such lengths that anybody else would have walked out and would have yes. made them a man. I mean, what what he had to uh you know bear in that that season of his, that one season where it felt like, oh, there is this change, and oh, there is Luis Enrique. Oh, and he's gonna bring the tiki taka. Oh, and who who's gonna play for him? Heinz. No, I mean what? Uh, no, I, you know, it's uh, it's it's embarrassing. It's sad how how that whole story um, ended. And I'm well, still and surprised. The love that, he still has for the club. Exactly, is what that, truly that's the thing. Surprising me thing. I would it. be running. I would be. I would cancel out everything. I mean, as soon as I'm out of Roma, uh, as Luis Enrique in 2012, uh, because he joins in 2011, Correct, yes. 12, yes. Uh, I would just block every contact that I have in the city. I would never step foot in it again. And yet, somehow, anytime he can mention Roma, he does. And he's a gentleman about it. And um, And that's why I really think that looking back on it, there is a lot of coaches that may have been misunderstood, that may have been dealt tough card but i don't think anybody comes close to to luis enrique because the treatment he received versus the chance that he got is um is something that as as a fan of this club i'd never seen before or since brutal i mean for me that that season for me is still so vivid i i mean there are so many things we can point to as uh, the summation as to what that season entailed I, 
the thing for me is always watching Boyan against Fiorentina. The handball of a lifetime. Just phenomenal stuff. I think he did it within the first uh, 20 minutes of the match. Roma go on to lose. And I think it's the the match after that is when they unfurl that banner saying, uh, Luis Enrique, if you were a real man, you would quit. Just brutal, brutal oh, stuff where he's having to do this with, yeah, he had some nice some nice characters. La oh, Mela. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the... That's the part that really I love the most is you look at that list and you see where some of these guys are now. Are and now what they did or, after. or either in retirement or in some Greek island most of the time. I mean, for yeah. Jose Angel, the only thing I remember of him is there is a fantastic photo of him playing a video game in a race car that looks like an 11-year-old or a 12-year-old would have that in their bedroom. <laughs> And, and this that guy man was... went. And that man went from playing with Jose Angel to winning a Champions League with uh, easily one of the greatest attacking trios of of, of all time, <laughs> and, and Leo Messi, Suarez, and Neymar. So I mean, that's that's the magnificent thing is the, and that's why I really hope that he gets back on track. I don't know if with the Spanish national team or with any other club, and and finds the success that he deserves, especially what he went through uh, not so long ago, and. Uh, Really, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. that's the you know that's a class act, and um, and now going forward, I'll, I'll yes, I'll probably root for Morocco because uh, you look at these other guys and uh, look at other teams, and uh, every everybody is a favorite now. Everybody is a contender, um, probably where we wanted to be in this World Cup right right about this time, and uh, and and hopefully when it comes to Roma. You know, we're not. I understand that everybody's enjoying their holidays, but I also hope that everybody's aware of that there is a job mm. that awaits in uh, not so you know not so distant future. What um, only, I mean, uh, less than a month away because it's uh, the match against Bologna is on the fourth of January. So you know, it's kind of I don't a, know. It, it is kind of depressing that there is still only a few weeks left of this yeah, break. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, am it kind would of be very nice. It. it would be very nice to to not have uh, anything to do with uh, Roma uh, for for another month or so um, mm. after this. But unfortunately, no. And I hope that you know we supporters are aware of it. But I hope the team is because because uh, there is a lot of work to do, and it's not gonna you know it's not gonna turn the switch will not be turned overnight. So. Um, hopefully that you know amidst all this excitement and all these games that we've been uh, watching lately uh, the players themselves and the coach know that something must change and it would not magically appear through a transfer rumor or a transfer target or whatever it's it's about work and um, yeah. last what, what... season last season to change to to just change the direction that the the, the ship was was steered in uh, it required a lot of work so I expect that that same amount, if not more, this time around has to has to be applied to, to trainings, to the upcoming friendlies in Portugal. But um, that's you know we can't forget about that. There is a World Cup, but there is also a season underway. And even though holidays and stuff like that is is uh, is on the players' minds, there there is there is a season at stake. Well, that was the the one thing I wanted to get to before we go. I can't believe we've gotten half an hour of us talking about. Don't mention it, man. It has to be magic. Just let people enjoy it. Let people appreciate the magic. Well, there there is one thing I wanted to talk about. Um, 
how long ago was it? The interview of uh, Fratesi where he said he wanted to move to Rome. And two, weeks, that two weeks ago, three yeah, weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. So he he's not coming in January. Just let me throw that out there. I mean, as I, I mean, there it, are some people hopeful, but uh, Roma, they would have to. First off, we have to remember this financial fair play stuff that came down uh, about a, one or two months ago. We have to be mindful Roma of Roma and some other teams, but Roma, yeah, Roma are, yeah, are, well, are have all of the big the Italian teams, teams except uh, Napoli, essentially. So. We have to be mindful of that, but uh, Sassuolo, they're, they're not going to sell. They're him. never gonna get rid of their no. best player. I mean, come on, no, <laughs> come no. on. Easily, no. their top player in a, in a, in a terrible, in a really underwhelming season by all standards. Yeah, it, well, and even too, what hurts even more is when you look at uh, where Roma has struggled in these months, uh, in the early months of the season, at least. I, yeah. I mean, and opinion, it's that position, he's the sure. Player you need. No, no, no. Sure, it's it's it is the player that you want. But as you, as always, you are com- you are in in a situation where that player can't can can come your way. So I mean, it's right. You know. So I always say, when it comes to January, you have to, you are going to be disappointed if you go in with any sort of expectation. Like if you expect anything in January, you are always going to be let down. So that's why I always try to warn. Sure. Sure, sure. No because if you have zero expectations, then Aisley Maitland Niles comes and you're like, "Hey, man, that's that's awesome. We got a we <laughs> wow, we got a fullback, and he's gonna play against Juve upon r- arriving. And wow, that's that's fantastic. every time you bring him up, uh, uh, Jonathan Silva, yeah, Jonathan Silva as well, yeah, or Clement Grenier, the, the greatest. The, you know, the, we're in, in Christmas season. We're in the season of gifts, and seeing Clement Grenier emerge from the airport <laughs> unannounced is the greatest <laughs> gift that I had been given in the year 2017. Sorry, because that was already 17. That was the season 16-17, and that was January 2017. Still one of the greatest months in uh, in mankind's history with Clement Grenier stepping down in the Italian capital. And uh, and now, I mean, we already have Sol backing on. Obviously, he's not going to be able to take part in the, in the Portugal training camp. So that's, that's unfortunate. But as you say, if you keep your expectations low then even soul backing is a pretty good deal you can talk yourself into it if if needed yes you know i mean you are are you you have to at some point you have to find the 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 simple pleasures and the simple pleasure is hey you got a big norwegian dude that's coming in for free um you don't you know he's gonna make what a million almost around a million in in salary that's pretty good that's nice um let's see what can what he can give us offensively that's all you're looking for as as a Roma fan, that's all you should be looking for. If then, obviously, you like the idea of, for example, oh, Memphis Depay is going to be the, the new major reinforcement for the club, and you set yourself up thinking that way, and then you set yourself Don't up thinking, oh, well, do we're going to get Davide Fratesi. If not Davide Fratesi, we're going to get Hussein Aruar from Lyon. Uh, th- that's going to be a problem because those names are going to stock up. Now I'm pretty sure that the priority is to sort out the Karsdorp situation. So as always, real life is less exciting in in yes. that aspect than than the social media game, than the media the media game, than the rumors game, because that's that's an endless twenty four seven thing. And in real life, these these things take time, and you know, sorting out the Karsdorp situation may seem simple. On social media, when you're just looking at news from a screen, but in real life, 
when you are a club and you are dealing with a player that is struggling and when you're dealing with an agent and when you're dealing with a manager and so on, that's and you have to mediate. That's a problem. Uh, so I, again, I just you know, we I think it's it's like a, a tradition of ours to just come on here before January, tell everybody keep your keep your expectations low, blah 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 blah, and then you know during January we keep repeating it, we keep repeating it. Then January and comes to an end, we and still we're like, end hey, up a fumicino with uh, with it, with photos. Yeah, Even hey, it, it was pretty Michelle good, Bass you know. Yeah, because, you know, last year, I mean, last year, we actually enjoyed having Sergio Oliveira come in. That, for us, it seemed like, wow, it's a breath of fresh air. But for Sergio Oliveira came on loan, a 30-year-old from Porto, bench player at that time, came in. I mean, that the, 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 the zero expectations factored into our enjoyment of Sergio Oliveira and uh, his, you know his helping hand in, in, in giving us like, a trophy afterwards in the form of the conference league and playing a part of it. So uh, that's, that's where everybody's mind should be. Not who, what's the hottest name out there. It's probably what's the most realistic name. What's the cheapest name possible you can think of and then multiply it by 10. And that's when you get a Roma reinforcement in January. Michel Bastos. I am going back in time and I forgot remember when he held up uh, the scarf that said... Yes, the Lazio. And then he, I think to, a yeah. year ago he, he went on and said, I didn't know what was written on the scarf. I would never do it again in my That's life. That's what makes... The, I was about to say that. That's what makes the story so much better. The fact yeah. he didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't know. Perfect. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. All right. Well, we squeezed as much as we could out of this. So I'm... Stop I, I saying it, man. Let people enjoy minutes. the magic, the magic well, of our segues. You know, you gotta. I, well, you know, hold you, on. We're, yeah, you we you brought up some names. I want to do this next time. Talk about some of the most obscure uh, January signings of Rome during my lifetime. Yeah, I mean, good, I have yeah, forgotten of some of these gems. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be a good time. I forgot that Rafael Toloi was in January. Because oh, remember, uh, Medi got hurt. Yeah. He comes uh, in. You he know. starts like five matches in the good. Incredible stuff. Bastos, Marquinhos. Oh, my gosh. Well, then, this you is... know, I mean, you need uh, you need uh, some some pretty hard liquor for that uh, for that episode. So, I mean, this list is. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, wow. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you want to talk about. No, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to know. I keep it if a I secret. Had, I mean, if I had a gun to my head, trying to, you know, if I had to just pick out one performance or recall one match that some of these guys did, I would just say to the guy <laughs> holding the gun, just make, you know, yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. You just, do the deed, right just do the deed, man. Um, just do the deed. Just do the deed. I mean, some of these are about as fantastic as you could have ever hoped for so then there um, we go that's anticipation wow. that's your will we'll do that next time we'll do that next time uh okay everyone thank you so much for tuning in we will be back next week until then ciao ciao for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.